Hello, this is Brian Bullington, and I am pastor of New Song Family Church in Ventuk, Namibia. I'm so glad that you have joined us today, and it's my prayer that this podcast message will help you to grow closer to Jesus as you walk daily with Him. All I have to say for you this morning is, wow. 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 It's absolutely incredible hearing the... just hearing Jesus through these beautiful people and just praise God for who they are and uh, for what God is doing and, and how faithful he is. You just see these stories of faithfulness this morning and I just praise the Lord for that. I, I want us just to keep, I have a, a short little charge I want to share with these students and uh, to this church uh, this morning and uh, in doing so, I would like to just pray for Pray for us as we, as we continue to worship Him this morning. Let, let's pray together. God, we just praise You. We thank You for the privilege that we have uh, to be called children of Yours. Lord, we just praise You so much. Thank You, God, uh, for the incredible uh, living uh, witness that we've heard this morning already. We just praise You. Oh, God, continue to inspire us and convict us and, and push us. Uh, Lord, that we would continue to to be faithful to you, Father, because of your incredible faithfulness to us. Uh, we love you. God, we thank you. In your name I pray. Amen. Kayeta, I loved, loved uh, hearing you uh, praise God for friends. And several of you mentioned just that you prayed and God gave you a dear friend. Uh, when I was a, a teenager, uh, we moved a lot. And... Uh, I remember that specific prayer, God, please give me a friend. And uh, God always gave me a friend no matter where I moved. God would always bless me with a friend. Uh, God always answered that prayer for me, and uh, I praise God for that. Friendship is important, I think, to all of us. This morning, I want to share, uh, because, because I'm the preacher this morning, I just want to share three tips for you this morning. That's a preacher's job is to give you at least three, uh, you know, not more, but at least three points this morning that I hope that you will take with you the rest of your future as you walk with Jesus. And not, not just these students, but also you, New Song Family Church, that you would uh, put this uh, as an application to your life. Uh, th these are, I'm going to just give you statements that are true. This is true. Three true statements that you can bank on for the rest of your life. Statement number one, this is true. And I believe we even have PowerPoint. Uh, yeah, here it is. Uh, you have a friend. And if you want to break out and sing Toy Story with me, you can. But uh, yeah, you, you have a friend. You have a friend. You, you truly have a friend. For me, this was a, a pivotal point in my life when I realized that Jesus wasn't uh, my director, uh, he wasn't my boss, uh, although he is my boss, but primarily he is my friend. And understanding that, that Jesus wants to be our friend over everything else. Uh, if you can understand that and you can embrace that, as we heard already uh, from, from Ada this morning, that his love is... It, there's, it's so wide, it's huge, it's, it's from Ephesians 3, is this incredible, extraordinary love of Christ uh, as our friend. 
as our friend. John 15 says this, John 15, 15. I no longer call you slaves because a master doesn't confide in his slaves. And say it with me, now you are my friends. Since I have told you everything the Father told me, you didn't choose me, I chose you. I appointed you to go and produce lasting fruit so that the Father will give you whatever you ask using my name. This is my command, love each other, love each other. Uh, there are many attributes and names of Jesus as we heard this morning already from me. What means and resonates most for me is that Jesus is my friend. You stop and think for a moment how incredible that is, that Jesus is offering his friendship, his friendship. Extraordinary. Creator of the universe. The one who's above all. The one who knows all is your friend. And he promises to continue to be that friend forever. God has been my friend when I had no money. I'm 60 years old. I've lived a lot. And I can tell you from this perspective, looking back, that Jesus has always been my faithful friend. He's been my friend with no money. He's been my friend when I've been sick. He's been my friend when, praise the Lord, this girl broke up with me so I could meet another one. But he was with me through that, through that loss, through that rejection. Uh, Jesus was my friend when I felt betrayed. Jesus was my friend when I was looking for jobs. Jesus was my friend when I discovered my family. Through every decision of my life, Jesus has been my friend. And there is no friend like Jesus. If and when you leave this section of geography to another, you are not alone. Not alone. Here's something else that's true. You have choices. You have a friend and you have choices. There will never be a time you don't have a great future, provided you're following Jesus. You're not a victim. Don't ever lose hope. Trust the future grace of God. The same Jesus who saved you is the same one who will be with you and walk with you and lead you and guide you. There'll be times, and maybe already, there've been times when you felt like there wasn't a future or a hope. You felt hopeless. Maybe when you were in grade six being bullied, but you wondered, what is the future? The fact of the matter is, is though that you always have choices, even in the worst of situations. Your friend, Jesus, says this, Hebrews 13. Don't love money. Be satisfied with what you have. For God has said, and if you want to read it with me, I will never fail you. I will never abandon you. So we can say with confidence, the Lord is my what? My helper. So I will have no fear. What can mere people do to me? When I was 17 years old in high school, uh, I began to say this to myself because it was tough. Life where we lived, I lived in a very difficult place. I began to realize that with every problem, it was an opportunity for me to discover something great. Something I hadn't discovered yet was out there in my future. I started saying this, this is not a problem, this is potential. This is not a problem. This is potential. And I began to set my life up at age 17, realizing that God had an incredible plan for my life. I praise the Lord this morning that you've heard this from every testimony this morning, that they are confident that God has a plan and will not fail that's coming. 
This is not a problem. This is an opportunity. You have choices. God invites us to be a not yet person instead of I can't. Let me say that again. God is inviting you and me to be a not yet person as opposed to a I can't kind of a person. You know what I'm talking about? Maybe you've approached life in the past with I can't, I can't instead of not yet. I haven't figured it out yet, but I'm going to figure it out. And I'm going to do the work to figure out what the solution is. We're invited to be creative with our Father. And God gives us this ability to solve problems. He gives us ability with His presence, with His, with his um, uh, constant friendship to be able to deal with any situation that comes in front of us. And He gives us the power to choose to make a difference. Here's the, here's the deal. There can always be a good future. You will always make decisions. You will always make decisions that impact your future self, even when you do nothing. You are choosing to do nothing. We make choices every single day of our life. God invites us to make choices, realizing that we have that ability and make choices so that our future self will be grateful. When you do nothing, your future self will be very disappointed in you. <laughs> but when you choose to follow and place your faith in the living God, understand that your future is good. And you can argue with me this morning and say, well, I can argue that that's not really true. No, no, ultimately, if you are a follower of Jesus Christ, ultimately, even when you die, your future is amazing, right? The, your future is fantastic. Even in death, as a follower of Christ, your future is extraordinary. You have choices. You are not powerless. You have choices. You have a friend, and you have choices. And this last little piece of information, little piece of truth, that I want to share with you this morning is that you are the right age. You with me? You are the right age. How old are you this morning? All different ages, right? Every single person in here. Old, young. I didn't look at you when I said, oh, don't worry. You're the right age. You're the right age. The reality of life is that spiritual maturity, spiritual growth, spiritual health has absolutely nothing to do with how old you are. And you can be spiritually mature, as we've seen this morning, extraordinary beacons, witnesses of Christ this morning. But they're all teenagers. Are they discounted because they're teenagers? No, 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 absolutely not. And I ask you not to, not to experience and practice ageism. You are the right age. I spoke to a man uh, in my dining room a couple of days ago. He has planted churches, literally all over Namibia, in Angola, other places. Uh, he's still pretty healthy. He's 79 years old. Uh, this December he'll turn 79 years old and he sat at my dining room table and he said you know I'm wondering if it's time for me just to to stop because I'm because I'm old and I looked at him and I said so uh, are you healthy you feel good he said yeah he said you're the right age don't stop don't stop you're exactly the right age let me tell you in Africa especially in Africa the older you get 
the more people want to hear what you have to say. This is not true in America and other places in the world, but to be old on this continent is a good thing. The older you get, the more people want to hear what you have to say. The grayer I get, man, people want to know. <laughs> You're the right age. You are the right age. I'd like for you this morning to ponder that. Teenagers, you have a bad habit of judging your age. I'm not old enough. I wish I was this age. Da, 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 da. I used to do it too. Oh, I can't wait till I'm 21. I can't wait till, yeah, then I won't be judged. No, no, you're the right age. This is what Paul said to Timothy, who was a kid. 2 Timothy 4, verse 10. This is why we work hard and continue to struggle, for our hope is in who? The living God, who is the Savior of all people and practically, of, uh, and particularly of all believers. Teach these things and insist that everyone learn them. Don't let anyone think less of you because you are young. Be an example to all believers in what you say, in the way you live, in your love, your faith, and your purity. Until I get there, focus on reading the scriptures to the church. Here you have Timothy, who is pretty timid sometimes. In the second letter to Timothy, we see that he cried a lot. Do you know that about Timothy? He was a weeper. Cried a lot. And so Paul wrote him letters to encourage him. And he said, hey, be strong and keep Remembering that although this world is difficult, in both letters to Timothy, you see these little statements of the world is tough, but trust the Lord. Continue to follow into the, in what I've taught you. Continue to read scriptures. In this case, he was saying, listen, don't get frustrated. If nothing else, just read the Bible to your congregation. Just read the Bible. When I was 16 years old... Um, I felt like God called me to work in my church. I was working in a church in Accra, Ghana. That's where I grew up. And uh, God says, I need you to work in the church. And I said, no, 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 not me. I can't do that. But I signed up anyway. And uh, I started teaching Sunday school. So in this particular church, they had Sunday school from all ages. They had from little all the way up to adult. And I started teaching. I would go to classes to learn how to teach the lesson. And then every Sunday morning, I would teach Sunday school before the main worship service. And for whatever reason, I think it was an administrative error, but the uh, leadership of the church placed me teaching Sunday school to a group of adult men and women who were over 50 years old. And I was 16 at the time, and I was their Sunday school teacher. And uh, I was okay for most topics. Until one day, uh, we realized that the Sunday school lesson was going to be about godly marriage, Christian marriage. And of course, here I am, 16 years old and single, um, feeling very, very ill-equipped. This particular Sunday, uh, the class was full of over 50s, about 15 over 50s ladies, only ladies, and me, the 16-year-old adult Sunday school teacher, teaching them about Christian marriage. I'm not going to lie to you, that morning I thought to myself, what in the world have you done to me, God? What <laughs> is this? I have nothing to say to these people. And God reminded me, but you have the Word. You have the Word. 
So I kind of looked away from them and looked at my Bible and, <laughs> and just taught the lesson. Those ladies were amazing. The entire class, they just looked at me and smiled and chuckled. And finally, one of them said to me, you know, Brian, what you're teaching is true, even though you have no experience. But this is, it's all true. It's all true. God reminded me that day that age really isn't the issue. His word, his presence is really what qualifies all of us. You are the right age. I'm the right age. All of us are the right age. And God calls us to continue to follow Him and be faithful. So, let's review. You have a friend. You understand that? You have a friend. You have choices, and you're the right age. Let's pray. Lord Jesus, we love you. We thank you. Thank you for these students. Lord, thank you for the plans you have for them now, the plans you have for them in the future. Lord, thank you, God, that you will never leave us nor forsake us. We love you, Jesus. In your name I pray. Amen. Students, come up here. Grade 12s Grade 12's only. Yes, please. This is Rico Veca, and I'm also a pastor at New Song Family Church. I want to thank you for listening to this message today, and it is my hope that you'll join us again for another New Song Family Church podcast.